Welcome to Deep Focus. It's your host, Mitch Goldman. It's January 17th, 2017. Mark Peterson is in the studio with me. This is part two of three parts of our podcast on the subject of bassist Eberhard Weber. Mark and I are having too much fun in the studio. That might be literally true. Uh, I'll leave that for you to decide. If you haven't heard part one, go check out part one. Otherwise, enjoy.
Thank you.
Think we can get them to come back? I think so. I think they're Maybe done, man. More. No, we got to have them come back. I, they're never going to come back. We got to get them to play Silent Feet. Man. There, there's no way. There's <laughs> Please, no way. More. They're done. I'm sure they're done. More. <laughs> nice to have. Uh, How does it feel when you got a crowd calling for your backstage? What what have, What do musicians do? What do you guys do when you're backstage and the crowds? Oh, usually you're dehydrated, so you're looking for something to drink right away, like some water. Usually, of course. You know? Yes, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. Like we are here. <laughs> um, yeah, you're you're. You love to hear that. It's that adrenaline and then uh, affirmation. You're like, okay, they they got it. They, yeah. They're, they really, this crowd, the whole show has been with them. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. If you're just joining us, this is a live recording, obviously, of Eberhard Weber's Colors. And Eberhard Weber, oh, they're coming back out. Yeah, you were right. right. I, th- I was wrong. See? Eberhard Weber, the subject of tonight's deep focus with our yes. guest, Mark Peterson. Hello. Yes. And this really, this is a very special show. Great moment, September. Mitch, you, you found a wonderful request. I feel like we're right yes. back at that point. Yes, 1979 on WKCR. Uh-oh. Is it, what happened? Uh, there we go. No. Oh, wait a minute. Can't be. That's back to the beginning. Nine. Nein. Nein. Das ist nicht gut. Not good. <laughs> Was ist los? <laughs> well, well then. There we are. Okay, so you got the whole uh, picture. You know, we're like kind of at the midpoint of the show, actually. Okay. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. we completely run out of music and stuff to talk about. What do we <laughs> <Not>. do? <laughs> Time for sports talk. Sports talk. Right, right. <laughs> sports fans here. <laughs> no. How about those giants? No, let's don't go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> we're teasing you. Yeah. Although, I will take this moment to say, tomorrow, the anniversary of the arrival on this planet of Max Roach. Ah, Nothing but Max starting at midnight tonight for a full 24. What? Yeah! Come on. So this is but mere... Happy birthday, (laughs) Mr. Roach. (laughs) Now, if you are just tuning in now, you missed a lot of good stuff, but... Absolutely. A lot more coming your way. We got all kinds of cool things. Absolutely. I'm going to make a hard left turn right now and put you on the Mm -mm. spot, Mark Peterson, Mm -mm. because um, there is a fantastic piece that Mm. you did on one of your albums. Thank you. And um, a a solo bass performance that strikes me as a kind of a meditation. Absolutely. Um, And... and, um an homage, if you will, to Eberhard, a big influence to me, um, and also to Stanley Clark, who is, remains a big influence to me and, and a dear friend. And um, as we were saying in the breaks there, um, you know, Stanley does a lot of film work. He does a lot of orchestral uh, arranging and, and, and yeah. composing. I mean, he, his, his, you know, he... <laughs> 
I can't say enough about Stanley in 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 the sense of and how he's helped me. So our our relationship has gone a different direction in um, the last probably since last ten years. I've been doing a lot of film work, a lot of uh, orchestration work, and um, so this year I think it's the first year Stanley and I will actually work on something together. Wow! And I'm excited about that. Um, anything in particular that people might have seen that? Uh well, you know, funny, um, another dear friend of, as we mentioned earlier, Vernon Reed. Um, Vernon pulled me under his coattails years ago as far as working on films. Um, and the first film we did together was Mr. 3000, Bernie Mac movie. Yeah. Great movie. Baseball player thinks he hits that, that, that number and the goal can retire, but he never hit the number and <laughs> got that number. You still need one more. What? <laughs> so he comes out of retirement. It's a great movie. Uh, so that was the first one, and that started it. And then, um, you know, coming forward, uh, the film that I, I was really thrilled to work with him on was um, Free Angela, the Angela Davis documentary that Will Smith and uh, Jada Pinkett, um, they funded and put in major theaters around the nation. So uh, it's great, great to be able to work with people like that. Yes. Yeah. And um, but this piece that I'm referring to, yes, um, the miniature, yes, yes, it's a miniature for acoustic bass. And, and what else? Uh, anything else you want to say about it? I'd like to play it for the folks. Oh, let's just play it. Let's yes. just play it. But it's it was kind of my um, it, introspective, but with Eberhard and Stanley in mind. Music from Mark Peterson, WKCR. Performance 
from Mark Peterson. Thank you very much. And uh, I'm here, I absolutely, maybe it's just because I'm sitting here with you and you <laughs> said it, but uh, I absolutely hear Eberhard Weber in there right? and Stanley yeah. Clark oh, in there. Oh, thank you. And I'm, um, I'm really happy to hear you say that. that, that yeah. And it, I'm done. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do better than that, honestly. It's, um, oh, it's fantastic. That's was, that was really... Thank uh, you. Thank and you. you were obviously uh, in a deep place with it yeah. because yeah. choosing to put that on an album and everything. And, uh, They're really, really nice guys, man. They, they've influenced me and continue to influence me. You know? Maybe you could talk a little bit about your personal experience with Eberhard Weber. Well, he's, yeah, I, I do. How the funny you, thing is, we actually yeah. speak in French. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Cause, uh, he does, he speaks English. Yeah, but, but uh, I, I don't know, I guess because I'm, I'm such a Francophile, I'm always trying to speak French whenever I'm out of the country, and I'm like, I want to learn it more. Pourquoi pas? Oui. No. Oui, la toilette. Where's the bathroom? What? That's all you need to know, right? That's it. That's, it. That's as far um, as you get as an American speaking French. I know, right? It's sad but true. Everhard is just, he's a very personable man and um, not much uh, uh, as far as conversation but more emotion more like like you're doing right now the, the nodding and the, the smiling and, and and handing me your wallet no no just gonna, sorry <laughs> did i say that i'm sorry <laughs> but but very encouraging from the sidelines you know like he saw us playing and he was looking at me like yeah yeah do it do that and you know it makes you dig in harder it makes you just like i want to give more to this this moment you know um another um you know influence wise there Growing up in St. Louis, a great bass town. There's there's so many wonderful bass players that come. So many musicians that come out of St. Louis that you know live here now and and around the world. But who's who a couple of bass players oh, come to mind? Whether oh, people yeah. well, might John or might Mixon not was one of mm. the, the best bass players I, I, I remember um, out of St. Louis. Um, oh my gosh, there's <laughs> um, John Houston is a, was a, a great ragtime player. He played fretless. Uh, a fretless P bass, pre precision bass. Wow! But his, but his upright bass was amazing, and playing ragtime. Yeah, ragtime on fretless precision. Yeah. Oh, but he could sing, man! His, wow! Uh, amazing, amazing, and he had the handlebar mustache and well, just, of course, uh, you know, of course, you right? Didn't have to say that. Right? Yeah. But he was great, and and literally, he took me under his wing, and um, I ended up buying one of his uprights. Now, the 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 thing here is that John was the uncle to Dick and Tom Smothers. Oh, Smothers wow. Brothers. Yeah. So the bass I bought was one of uh, Dick's old basses. Wow. And, and I played it for years, and it was so cool. And um, But, you know, and, and then there was, of course, um, the ragtime, um, uh, not trombonist, but um, tuba player, uh, Red Lair. Red Lair was, uh, actually is, he's still alive, thank God. Um, but, he played bass on tuba and, and i mean you, brass bass yeah it was ridiculous i mean you could feel him down the street yeah when he, yeah. When he he can make that thing pop um and, and as far as bass influences but since uh, you know not necessarily on the instrument johnny uh johnny um johnson oh Ch yeah Ch chuck berry yeah pianist. sure 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 i sure. had 
you know, again, the, the, the privilege of playing in his trio. Wow. When I was really young. Wow. And I always tell people the story. First gig with Johnny was that he would take, you know, a clear glass of something. You know, <laughs> I don't know what the liquor was in there, but it was clear. And he would sit it up on top, you know, and he would be like, boom. And he would sit it just like that and goes, when that's done, we're done. <laughs> And, and here comes the count. And he goes, uh, 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 and, he's in it, and, there, and there's the tune. And he would look at me and goes, you'll hear it. <laughs> wow. So, you know, and I thought that was so amazing. Here I am learning, and I mean, what, what great ear training and, and just bravado, you know, bravado. It's like, okay, I trust you enough that you will learn the song, you know? Wow. And here now, we go. <laughs> there, no one is coming along. People might have some chops yeah maybe studious and all of that yeah but there's nobody coming up as a kid playing with johnny johnson no and and i kid you not he taught me a lifetime of, of music yeah a lifetime listeners if you haven't done it lately or if you haven't done it at all listen to those chuck listen. berry records oh my gosh try to tune out everything but the piano player and he he's really the guy oh, driving the band he drives the band He's he incredible. Those, those arrangements were him. Yeah. And, oh my goodness. They're God. They're yeah. just. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, abso- absolutely. Right. Yeah. Well, we should do a show on that sometime. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. That'd In be the future. A we'll delight. do a light. That'd be great. And I'll bring a glass of something, a clear <laughs> yeah. liquor. Like, oh, maybe just be water. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Could be. Maybe not. <laughs> wow. So, that's. Yeah. Oh man. Isn't that something? I have all this time here. I know. You're holding out on I'm me holding with these out. great I'm stories. I'm holding out. Hey. You're listening to WKCR. I'm Mitch Goldman. Mark Peterson is our guest on uh, part one of what's going to be a uh, multi-part series, I have a feeling. (laughs) Uh, Tonight's installment, we are putting a deep focus on, among other things, Eberhard Weber. Eberhard Weber. Great bass player Mm. and band leader and composer and uh, uh, original stylist and creator. And we just caught a fantastic live nightclub set from a tour from 1979 in Cambridge, Mass at uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Swift. Swift's with his group, wow. Eberhard Weber and Colors. And now wow. we are shifting gears a little bit and uh, we've got some gems in the KCR archives. Some gems? Mark Peterson, where to? Uh, I think we should go, let's go to the NDR Jazz Workshop. Ah. Funkhaus NDR. Ah. Yeah, so good, yeah. Hamburg. Yeah, das ist gut. Just. Hamburg. Uh, there the we go. year is 1982. February 16th of 1982 it was the Later That Evening Tour. And we've got a really interesting lineup here eberhard weber once again is the band leader and bassist and um some a very interesting assortment of simon a little bit different from his group colors bill frizzell is the guitar player yeah and um well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna editorialize at all on any of these guys (laughs) i'm we're gonna hand it over you know there's one thing before you before you started was we were talking about how there may be listeners out here who are unfamiliar with Eberhard, but when you think about, we were looking at the list of all the musicians. He's played with Gary Burton, Pat Metheny, Rob, Ralph Towner, Jan Garbarak, you know, 
there's a just, there's a clear yeah, through line yeah. with all those guys conceptually and, too. And, and I would put Frizzell on that line as well. Kate Bush, another yeah, one. Yeah, you know? Yeah, and, it's, it, like and it's a perfect fit he's too. He's been busy. The, you know? Diverse as those are, there's yeah. something that there's they a, share. There's a line there. It's yeah. unbelievable. Uh, so it's Frizzell on guitar, Lyle Mays on piano. Oh. And uh, he, I guess, 82, I want to say he was uh, thick in it when... Um, yeah. In Pat Metheny's group Pat at Metheny, that time, right? And also with, uh, um, oh my gosh, come on, I'm, I'm spacing on. Um, It'll come oh, to you. It'll come to me <laughs> by next set. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Paul McCandless on the reeds, soprano, saxophone, oboe, English horn, clarinet, very much um, an active uh, ECM person at that time, too. Michael DePasqua on the drums, Mario oh, wow. Castronari playing percussion. And yeah, these are um, um, like I said. I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just, uh, just turn just, it over just, here. Yeah. We're in Hamburg, West Germany. It doesn't say, but I believe that's how we would call it. At, on February sixteenth, nineteen eighty-two. So this is a live in the in the radio studio performance at NDR. I just remembered, Joni Mitchell. Oh, that's yeah, of Lyle, Lyle yeah. Mays. 80, right. 81, 82. Yeah. Jaco Pastores. Uh, Matheny. A little earlier, I Probably think. Probably so earlier than the 80s. But yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's what you're right. Yeah, Matheny's on that. And uh, Danny Michael Godley Brecker. Part? Oh, my God. Yeah, what a band. What a band. Yeah. That oh. would be another there we go. fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Radio We're going to need a couple of nights for that one. Yes. There we go. And. Um, more of the uh, Don Elias was there. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Well, but here we are. Eberhard Weber leading the band. It's deep focus. Let's all hit the <laughs> microphone on W K C R.
That, that's an audience. Okay, now here's the thing. You're listening to a German artist perform in Germany. Yes. I'm not going to play that part. Okay. <laughs> we can talk. <laughs> yeah. But uh, now if you just jumped in, you're scratching your head going, what is that? I've never heard that record. Because you're from New York, you say record like wreck it, I do. Record. <laughs> yeah. What is that record? Um, that ain't no record. That is a live recording from the WKCR archives of the magnificent Eberhard Weber. Oh, my gosh. There's a recording from 1982 in Hamburg at the Funk I think that means Radio House. Yes, Funk House. NDR. Um, Studio 10, Hamburg, West Germany. That's what we say yes. between uh, up until 1989. Anyway, right. right, exactly. And uh, this is a perfect example of that thing we were talking about of the radio stations supporting the music. And uh, make this beautiful, really CD-worthy recording. Absolutely. Um, Pristine. What a band Eberhard Weber has. My guest in the studio tonight for the program Deep Focus. The subject of Deep Focus is Eberhard Weber. The object, no, the object is Eberhard Weber. The subject so, is yeah. Mark <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I guess we so. got a little <laughs> cultural exchange. Yeah, got, here. A little, got a little... Uh, a little this, a little, little that, yeah, a little something. We, yeah. we have this over here. Put it over there. But look at that band, that line of Bill Frizzell. Come on. Yeah. Oh. You know that solo. Oh man, we no. were talking about this. The first note, you both, we were both saying, "What is Ooh. this?" What? <laughs> His first note. I think he was saying that too. Probably right. Yeah. Lyle Mays. Lyle Mays. And oh. uh, yeah, you were saying uh, part of and the media association. I think a lot of people have with him. At that time, was, was uh, Pat Metheny's Pat group, Metheny? but also the two of them with Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell, and, yeah, absolutely. All kinds of great stuff. And there's some, um, I mean, Lyle. There, he Lyle has taken it to a whole other level. I mean, of course, from Pat Metheny, he's into. Um, I, I see him now at different shows for software development now, as wow, far as sound development. Lyle's brilliant, and, and, and you hear it in his plan. I mean, it's very introspective, but it it it. Provide such a palette for the artist to like solo over. I mean, Frizzell's solo. I would hear that solo over and over. I'd yes. be happy to, you know. Yeah. Uh, I love musicians who are able to do that. There's, and and one of them is actually listening now. If you, if I may, Ron Thompson. Hello out there, Ron Thompson. We appreciate you calling and hanging out and listening to us tonight. But he's that type of player, you know. He provides a palette and lets everything just ride. Like, hey. It's comforting to have a musician like that in your band, you know? Yeah. Ron and I have go back a long way. So, Ron, thanks for being with us tonight. Chrissy Poland, beautiful vocalist. She's out there. We love you, Chrissy. Hello, Chrissy. Hello, Chrissy. Diane Peterson. I think ah. she's listening tonight. Hello, Diane. Hey. <laughs> and Naya. Naya. Ah. Do your homework. <laughs> yeah, come, to, come on, bedtime's coming. I think so, right? <laughs> I'll come home. She'll be there. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Who else is on the set? Oh, we have uh, Paul McCandless. Yes. You can't say enough about Paul McCandless. Come on. You know, Michael DePasqua. Paul Mar McCandless was, had that, uh, was that? The Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah, Soprano sax, yeah. Um, you got Mario Castronari percussion. I mean, it's a small group of musicians, but didn't that sound, it sound huge? 
Yes. That yeah, was amazing. Big, bigly. <laughs> As some might say. Yes. That's the new word. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So, wanna, shall we continue? I know. Yes. I'm so excited. Mitch, thanks for having me, man. This is wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. You know, yeah. your, your insight and your gusto, it's the same thing you do on stage. And you are so... Uh, oh, on man, one hand, you. you're 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 so chill with it, but it just oh. it radiates out of you. I I just I love it. I really do love it, and it's you know I'm I'm thankful to do it. I, I just again listen. We were listening to the arrangements. Uh, Mitch and I, what we say during the sets. I mean, <laughs> when you guys are listening to music, we're talking about it behind, and we're just like having a, a ball here. But this maybe we it, need to do another show. Which with the, the background, the, yeah, yeah. The, the making of the making of, right? Deep focus, focus. That's right. That sounds good. Focus, 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 focus. You, you're listening to the radio show or the banter. That'd be great. Yeah, the banter, the banter, the diatribe, if you will. Yes. And now, if people want to find out what you're up to, markpetersonmusic.com. Oh, markpetersonmusic.com. Um, I'm, I'm again. I'm one of my focuses is um, is writing music for film. Uh, documentary and um, I've been very fortunate to work uh, like I said earlier with with Vernon Reed and uh, so many other wonderful people and and this year uh, Stanley and I will hopefully get that fine that, f- that first collaboration uh, in film out uh, I was very happy about our, our first conversation about that if you're just joining us Stanley Clark yes uh, what a I love that story. I might make you tell that story again because <laughs> it was so great about how you guys met. Oh, it's, it's, it was, blows my mind to this day. It really does. And get, and you do. Uh, You've always got some live gigs you're doing. Too, oh yeah, which you're very the, my, my about. yeah. The, the trio's playing all the time. We play a, a wonderful place in in West Orange called the Highland Pavilion. Um, Friday nights, if you're out and about, come out, join us. We have a ball. Uh, again, that's Ron Thompson on piano most of the time. Frank Ponzio sometimes plays on piano. Uh, Matt King is in there with me sometimes. We have uh, Sam Allen on drums most consistently, and we have a ball there, and uh, it's been great. It's it's a, it's a, been our fourth or fifth year there. Wow! And it's, it's is it every Friday? Well, it's when we're in town. Right. We, sure. we do travel a lot, and um, you know, but. Especially this year, we're traveling a lot. But, you know, you check the calendar, HylonPavilion.com. And, How do you spell that? Uh, Hylon, the H- H-I-G-H-L-A-W-N, Pavilion.com. Mm. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're there, and we're playing around town. We're at uh, Shanghai Jazz a lot. And, you know, I had a, a wonderful, uh, this past weekend, you know, the APAP. Yes. APAP convention was here. It was a tremendous artist. I had the pleasure of playing with... Uh, brilliant brilliant young pianist named matt uh whitaker matthew whitaker have you have you heard matthew yet yes oh my god he's 15 years old he plays like he's 103 you know (laughs) there's so much music in this young man and i'm thrilled to play with him whenever i can and and we played this weekend and oh my god he's what you watch out you know Uh, matthew whitaker matt if you're out there listening love you man and it was so good to play with you this weekend Hey, Malia's listening. Malia, it's time for you to go to bed. That's Ron's daughter. <laughs> you guys don't know. You know, we, we can see you. Yeah, see? You, you think this radio? <laughs> now she's going to be scared. I'm sorry, Malia. I really can't. <laughs> but I know it's time for you to go to bed. <laughs> so what are we going to do? We're going to continue? Uh, February 1982. We're, we're there. We're in Hamburg. Hamburg. 
You've sure. been there many times. Yes, yes. Up north on the water. Yes. Great music town. Love it. Great nightlife. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the Wonderful. Good, one of the fine spots, I'm sure. Uh, so, yes, our uh, subject is Eberhard Weber. Eberhard Weber. Fantastic. Yes. Um, up, uh, what do you call it upright electric? Uh, yeah, our electric upright, upright electric. Um, again, ahead of his time. Um, anything? Do you have um, anything you want to say about the equipment that he's using? Is that uh, no? You know, um, no. I, you know, Eberhard. <laughs> he does things that no one else does with his equipment. With that yeah. that that sound. I, I saw that bass up close, and I couldn't make it sound like that. I, I really couldn't. And it's it's in his hands. It's in his heart. You know. So, I, I mean, you could put one string on, uh, you know, like a washboard or something like one of the wash tubs that they call right. it. And he probably would make it sound just like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. coming from his soul. And it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to watch. Any musician, like, you know, that can manipulate an instrument and let their soul come out and speak out, you know, through it. It's just, it's, we need inspiration like that in life more than ever. So true. Oh, All right. Man. 1982 in Hamburg. Hamburg. Here we go. Eberhard Weber on WKCR.
That is part two of three parts of this podcast. From January 17th, 2017, Mark Peterson, my guest on the topic of Eberhard Faber. And I'm just having such a great time remembering uh, how much I enjoyed doing this session with Mark and that positivity and joy that you hear in his voice and his enthusiasm for this music. That's what a big part of what makes him such a great stage performer and studio performer as a bassist himself. And um, that and his remarkable musicianship. I want to thank you. If you are one of the people who is following us, liked us, five stars for deep focus, it's made such a difference. It's helping people find us because, you know, there's a zillion podcasts out there. I don't think there's any like this. If there are, I really do not know about them. And um, when you guys spread the word by giving us any kind of attention, I mean, you know, feels good. <laughs> it's nice to hear that somebody's out there. But uh, more importantly, it helps people find the show. And uh, that means the world to me, especially, you know, we're not taking any money for this. There's no advertising. There's no Patreon. There's no nothing. So uh, just asking you to give a little something back with a little uh, follow or uh, whatever your system allows. That's my phone, not yours. All right. Hey, I'll see you over at part three. It's January 17th, 2017. Mark Peterson on the topic of Eberhard Weber.